Hmm, that's weird. That's weird. Kind of weary me out. You are a sad, strange little man. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's just crazy. You shouldn't that weird. That's weird, man. It's strange. <laughs> Welcome back, you guys. <laughs> You couldn't see it, but me and David were just doing a, uh, a hands up, uh, getting pumped up, uh, silently pumped up over here. Real uh, pump. So that was that was fun. And we both had a double dab. Yeah, we double dabbed. Um, but oh, that fire! It's so warm it's right now. It's real nice and warm. It's, nice it's almost warm. too warm. But welcome back to um, another episode of Camp Strange. My name is Alex Tobin. I am your camp counselor. And I'm your other camp counselor, David Stokes. And it is past your bedtime, but we are letting you come near the fire to uh, hear us tell some scary stories. Ooh. That was creepy when I said it was past it's your bedtime. Bit. I didn't like when I said that. I didn't either. Grossing myself Should out Should we just stop here. it here? Yeah. All right. See you next week. All right. Bye. <laughs> okay. We're back with another yeah, we're episode. We're back. So, um, yeah. Like, uh, let's. G- I wanted to talk about, before we get into these stories... Yep. I uh, oh, first off, our buddy Alec. He is a um, he is a listener of the podcast, and he told me a story that happened to him that is pod that that is this podcast related. He went into he is a um, Real- he's a, realtor. He, he's a, but he's not just a realtor. He's a commercial realtor. So okay. he sells like uh, he rents out warehouses and stuff like, like that. businesses. Yeah, yeah. And he went into a I think he said it was a preschool. I don't know if it's an occupied preschool or if they're renting it. I used to be a preschool, but he said he walked in and then in his pocket, the episode about, uh, the cult, the, the hills are alive with the sound of cults murdering people about, uh, your, your mistress of blood. What's your name? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that started going off in his pocket and he could not turn it off. (laughs) And like, people were like looking at him and stuff like that. And and he's like, so, and they said it was a part where they're like, so they put a bunch of blood in the cups, and they passed it around and drank it, and they all got magical powers. And he's just like – he said he took out his phone, and he was like trying to close – the app was already closed out, yeah. like Spotify, and he could not turn it off. And he's just like like trying to – and he had to eventually walk outside, and it shut off like a minute later. And he's That's like, what rich. the fuck was that? Yeah. We like to haunt our friends. Yeah, we haunt preschools with uh, cups of blood and whatnot. So don't bring your kids to our preschool. Nope. Please don't. Definitely not ours. But um, before we also get into it, I wanted to talk about this uh, Netflix show. I I think it just came on Netflix. It's, oh, I think I saw. Is it the one that's like Stranger Places, Stranger Things? things. Yeah, no, yeah. it's not Stranger Things. It is called Haunted. Okay. And it is a docu series about people who have had like real life hauntings, and it's it's equally funny. Or terrifying. I I laughed and I cried. I'll say that. But it's basically so it's like us in video format. N- They're stealing our steeds. No, no, no. It's not supposed to be funny at all. Oh, um, <laughs> it, it's they take a person who has been haunted or has had this terrible thing happen to them, and they sit them in a room with like other family members, and the family members do not talk at all. They like they do, but only like. A little bit and basically they tell their story of like how they're haunted and the first episode is about this guy who witnessed this woman in white who followed him from like age six to like how old he is now yeah and it's so weird because the whole time he's like crying throughout the entire ep- the first episode and it's funny if you think about this guy as in like 
he really believes he's being haunted, but it's terrifying if you because they they do cutaways of like um, they recreate it, and it's actually really creepy the okay. way they like recreate it and stuff like, like dramatic that. recreation things. exactly, okay. and it's actually really well done. And the second episode, fucking, I, I like I won't get into it, but it's basically this lady talking about her parents who were serial killers. Nice, and I was like, how do you have parent serial killers and just like live a normal life? She had like two sisters, and they're all just like normal now. She's like, yeah, yeah, dad used to bring home strays, like random people you'd call strays. Yeah. And then you'd just like eat them, hit them over the head with a hammer and then dance with their bodies in the living room. Like you got it's he's pretty, he's a romantic, you know, but yeah, he's a sweetheart. But uh, overall, check out that show. It's I've okay. only watched two episodes, but they're Haunted. both pretty good. Yeah, they're both pretty good. The recreations are really good. And it's a Netflix original. Yeah, I believe so. Cool. I feel like they've been putting a, a lot of content out just for the for the the holidays. Oh, they have been. There's like a lot of spooky stuff. Uh, there's like another like house on haunted hill. Yeah, or, I, um, something like that. I no, saw that. Hill and house. I saw that, and I wasn't sure if that was foreign or not because I can't tell you how many times I'm like, oh, Netflix original, it looks cool, and I'll click it, and it's like a foreign thing which is like you know that's one thing or the other i'm not like knocking on that but like you I, can't read so i mean yeah I, phys- I literally can't read so i mean yeah so you're just watching pictures with a bunch of mumbo jumbo coming out yeah know? so I, I i listen to it at moments of the time and i record it and then i play it through <laughs> siri and she translates it so one episode can take a week for me yeah so uh but no i don't think it is a um it is not foreign okay cool i, I watched a trailer for it it looked pretty good i just have yeah. to delve into that because there's a lot of like you said there's a lot of good yeah. horror stuff um halloween's and, out right now i want to see that really bad yeah i want to see that it's like it's top grossing right now and speaking of that since halloween did so well apparently they want to start like of course like one thing all does well so they want to start rebooting like all like the classic horror franchises yeah apparently i read an article that lebron james oh, wants to produce executive produce or yeah executive produce the new friday the 13th they want to reboot yeah. friday the 13th even though they just kind of did and it was good i liked it but yeah lebron should focus on basketball right now cuz him and his sorry ass lakers are owing the three. Oh yeah i mean well they're getting fist fights and stuff too so that's more entertaining than the game itself but like i said like they they did friday the 13th they did uh freddy crew uh nightmare on elm street nightmare on elm street i didn't really like when did they re- reboot that they did that like right after friday the 13th and they did it with um oh my god i'm gonna drive myself crazy i always forget his name his name's he was the guy who played rorschach in Watchmen. his name's like jack uh yeah and i know the face jackie something i thought i thought the original actor reprised reprised his role uh no for nightmare now i can't oh my god you know it's crazy so the the guy who originally played uh freddy krueger he um he let mark hamill sleep on his couch and mark hamill was a struggling actor and was like hey i've got this weird role and he was explaining it to him and he's like oh you got to go to it and then next thing you know it he's luke skywalker no fucking way. Yeah, he was sleeping oh. on Freddy Krueger's cr- well, couch. His, his name's Robert England. My internet's okay. not working right now. For yeah, some I was noticing reason. that you're. You, I was looking at my computer. Did we not pay the internet bill? Probably not. Fuck. Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> he didn't pay the internet. He always thinks everything's on auto pay. Anyway, but yeah. So <laughs> I'm just noticing. I'm, I was looking at the Wi-Fi. And I see it. There's there's Kaigi's dungeon. Please don't tell me that's what Kyle calls his room. That is what Kyle calls his room. <laughs> Um, um, 
but like I said, uh, they they did it right after, and uh, so I don't I don't really want them to start rebooting all those to yeah. a crazy extent. I think yeah. Halloween probably did well. That was in need of a reboot because the last one was probably done in like the '90s or '80s. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm typically not all for reboots. I feel like the horror genre is, like, the only genre that can successfully pull off reboots that are, like, not too cringy. There's a couple ones I do want to reboot. They're remaking Chucky. They're doing Child's Play. Um, I always thought those were kind of cringy. Yeah, well, they they went from, like, horror into, like, comedy, basically. But I really think the two that I really want to see is I want to see... Gremlins? No, I don't give a shit about Gremlins. Um Gremlins is great. I had a Gizmo doll growing up, but I mean, that's not, that was never a horror movie. I mean, um, I own a Gremlin. Oh, yeah, your dog. But I want to see um, Candyman yeah. redone, and I want to see Hellraiser redone. Okay. Because I Which think, Hellraiser, 1 through 48? No, I mean, well, that's the thing, because I mean, I think there's only three or four, but there's like... Oh, weird, I think there's way more there, than that. Yeah, there might be like B knockoffs and stuff, but... Yeah. but I'm, that's the thing about that movie is like they don't have to remake the original. They could just it's like more just of continue. A, just get the um. What are they called? Oh, do you know what they're called? I thought they're just Hellraisers. No, that's not, no. They're called because there's Pinhead Incubites. No, my God, why do I always? It's gonna come to me eventually, but I yeah, I don't remember much of that movie. Um, I just want a, a sequel to uh, Mars Attacks. Oh my God, no! Why would you ever remake that? No, a sequel, not a remake. Oh, a sequel. Yeah, I want them to attack again. I mean, I don't want to do any spoilers, but it seems like they all got their heads exploded. Yeah, they can come back. Yeah? Yeah? No, I don't think so. But, I mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll, in due time, I mean... Timeless if, classic. If there's money there, then, uh, you know... Yeah. Then per Hollywood will find it. Oh, yeah. But, um, I, yeah, I think... Uh, I'm trying to think of... Uh, what what is, Cenobites, that's what they're called. The Cenobites is from Hellraiser. I'm sorry. That was like eating at me. Is that what the, the monsters called themselves? Yeah. Or is that like the cube things they had? No, this is, that's what they, they're the Cenobites. I have a really, really bad memory of those movies. Yeah. It's, and honestly, the first one does not really make sense. They Everything is so vague. Everything is just yeah. like, we are tortured down here and torture brings us pleasure. And you're like, I don't get this, man. What the yeah. fuck? So yeah. Clive Barker, you got some explaining to do. But, you know what's another one I really loved as a kid? Hmm. 13 Ghosts. Dude, okay. That I, was like one of my favorites. I own 13 Ghosts on DVD, and I rewatched yeah. it. It's fun. It's not good when you it rewatch hold it. up? No, it doesn't. Tony yeah. Shalhoub, Matthew Lillard. Dude, I love me some Matthew Lillard. But like, Should we post that picture of me as a child with Matthew Lillard? No, no one wants to see that picture. Oh, that's a good picture. You just want to try to flex with Matthew Lillard. But, yeah, big time. Um, but yeah, that was not a good movie. It, like, the, it, was, it was a fun concept, but it wasn't like... I rewatched it and it, okay, it Who is, is the a good hot movie. chick in that one. Uh, Shannon Elizabeth from oh, American Pie. What happened to her? Uh, she's just doing what all the American Pie people are doing. They're just kind of sitting around. Yeah, but um, yeah, that was it's it's a fun movie. I, I definitely say watch it because it's worth a watch if you haven't seen it. But it definitely isn't as cool as I thought it was. There's there's some cool parts though. You know? What what year do you think that came out? Uh, two thousand five, four, something like that, maybe. Six? I was thinking like 2002. Yeah, it might have been 2002. 2001. Yeah, it might be that. Yeah, it might be that early. I just actually. remember that ghost with the big old knockers. Oh, that was the 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 princess or something like that. Yeah, yeah she like cut herself up and stuff. Yeah, that like was my the, favorite. That the was jackal, my favorite ghost. the hammer. Yeah. Uh, the 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 prince, the 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 fat 
big baby and the midget mom. Oh, and he had like puke all over him. Yeah. Oh, God. Don't even get me started. And the torso. Remember that guy? He just wrapped in cellophane. (laughs) He was like rolling around. That was the least threatening ghost in that movie. No, but he was the most trippable. As no, in, no, as he's not you trippable. Would, no, as you in, in you would over. trip on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, don't go near him if you're near a staircase. Yeah. You're fucked. Because then he'll kill you. Yeah. But enough about that, enough about movies and, and shows, but let's get into these stories. That's what you guys came here for, yeah, so let's do, a, do it. Do a backflip right into it. Yeah. Okay, so let's start with my story. I'm going to be telling you about a cult, and I chose this cult because of its name. All right. And the name of this cult is... The Ant Hill Kids. Yeah. Pretty interesting, right? They must like sugar. Little did I know I do yeah, maybe. And uh I'll tell you actually why they're called the Ant Hill Kids in a sec. But okay. um the uh the Ant Hill Kids I didn't know were is is the most infamous Canadian cult. I mean, that could be argued, but it is at least one of the most infamous Canadian cults and uh let's get into it. So the Ant Hill Kids were a Canadian cult that operated in Burnt River, Ontario between the years 1977 and 1989. It was run by a heinous and abusive leader that went by the name of Rock Moses Terrio. And as you could tell, he gave himself that nickname in the middle, Moses. Oh, okay. I yeah. figured Rock was going to be the uh, the nickname. Well, his, his name spelled R-O-C-H, so it's like, I don't know. Is that like a Canadian name that I don't know about? Okay, maybe. But, but um yeah no yeah you think it'd be a playoff rock but it's not all right but and in order to uh understand these horrible actions that took place in this cult we must start with the man who formed it and that is no other than rock the rock so it's not Dwayne johnson oh it's not Dwayne. okay a lot of people think it's Dwayne, but it's not uh so rock terrio was born in may 16th 1947 in sagune quebec i probably pronounced that wrong but that is also in Canada, obviously. You should probably try it with like a more French accent, not a Spanish accent. What a Seguene Quebec. Yeah. Canada. That's probably closer. And uh, he was actually said to be a very, intelli- uh, very intelligent for his young age. But of course, with all horribly great cult leaders, he disavowed any traditional teachings by dropping out of school in the seventh grade and began to teach himself the Old Testament of the Bible. Which yeah. is a bad... It's a great recipe. You got, like, a really smart, like, focused kid, and you just give him something that, like... You give him one thing, he's just going to delve so deep into that. Yeah. So that's what he ended up doing. And Terrio, uh believed that the end of the world was near and would be brought on by the war between good and evil. Uh, Terrio converted from Catholicism to the Seventh-day Adventist Church. And began practicing denominations, regular holistic beliefs. Uh, it began practicing the denominations, regular holistic beliefs, which encouraged a healthy lifestyle free of unhealthy foods, tobacco, and alcohol. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it starts off with really good intentions, right? I mean, seems just like you're joining a religion. You're going to be clean, like probably no caffeine either, you know? Yeah, you're going to have a family you didn't have before, people that got your back. Yeah, and, uh, you know, with every great cult, it starts it starts pretty good in the beginning with good intentions, and then, uh, you know, that power starts coursing through your veins. I mean, I mean, not all cults start with good intentions. I mean, to the, to the cult leader, maybe. Not always. Okay, maybe that's not good intentions, but he has 
good reason. Why am I defending a cult leader? I don't know. <laughs> but um, but like I said, Terrio was a charismatic man, and he was good at persuading others to do his bidding, which you definitely need in a cult leader. Yeah. And in 1977, while organizing seminars for the Adventists, he convinced an entire group of people to quit their jobs and form his religious following. Uh, the goal was to form a commune where people could freely listen to his motivational speeches, live in unity and equality, and be free of sin. But he prohibited the group. He prohibited the group from remaining in contact with their families and with the Seventh Day Adventist Church, as this was against the cult values of freedom. There's always a but. You gotta you gotta cut off ties. I mean, we see yeah. Scientology do it all the time now, but you gotta cut those ties off of being like snip snip. Family's gone. Uh, the religion that you were a part of that's gone. We're snip. like we're a new branch, and uh, yeah, so he could have full control, and uh, you can't have any you can't have any uh, fun an- angels oh. on the shoulder. You don't, yeah. he has to be the devil on the shoulder. No angels allowed. You know so. Just don't don't let them. And it's a lot easier in the seventies because no one has a phone. Yeah, yeah. You, you go to a and farm. Everybody's on the grass. Yeah, everyone's, smoking grass. Everyone's oh, is that mushrooms? Is that what you meant on the grass? Yeah, I think you just meant they're just walking around on grass. I'm like, yeah, that I bet too. they're outside more. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, now with a group, okay, now with a group to save during the apocalypse, he began to feel the fear of the end of the world more and more claiming that God told him that the final war would take place February of 1979. Okay. So in 1978 in preparation, Terrio moved his commune, uh, by hiking to a mountainside he called eternal mountain. What is with these cults in their mountainsides? I don't don't know, but he claimed the location would bring them salvation. So, I mean, mountains are very powerful, uh, entities and uh, i think uh just makes me want to not go by any mountains anymore no because yeah exactly because when you're on a mountain you're higher than everybody else which makes you feel more powerful so i think that's why it draws a lot of cult leaders out there it's god's land exactly it's god's cult yes yeah that makes sense yeah totally so uh terrio made the commune build their town while he relaxed comparing them to ants working in an anthill I mean, eventually yeah. naming the group the Ant Hill Kids, which is a funny name. Like, I just seem like, yeah. he's just like kicking back and being like, hey, look at all these people. Look at them building out of little tunnels down there, you know? I mean, if I were to be in a cult, I'd love to be compared to an ant. That'd make me feel really good about myself. And I feel like everybody else would be like, oh, wow. He thinks so highly of us. We're just a bunch of ants. Yeah, I know. I- I'm surprised he didn't give his own nickname like he's like i am the magnifying glass now. yeah they're like the what the fuck glass. are you talking about moses and he's like no don't call me that so i mean and plus the anthill kid sounds like a really bad like rap group from oh Brooklyn. yeah they're like yo what's up with the anthill kids and we're here to uh drop a beat for you and then yeah. they put out like a piece of cardboard and start like a, a little b-boying break dancing. yeah b-boying yeah so first off bad name bad start to the cult in february of 1979 which was a year, you know, later after building that that sweet, sweet little piece of property right near the mountain. This is when the apocalypse was supposed to happen, and surprisingly, it didn't occur. I didn't think I, I read about that. No, I yeah. mean, a lot of people, it goes right over their heads. And people started to question Terrio's wisdom, but he had a great piece of advice. 
or a great explanation, I should say. Yeah. He defended himself by saying that that time on earth and in God's world were not parallel. Therefore, it was a miscalculation. Yeah, so, that makes sense. So he says time, you know, God's over in China right now. Yeah. We're over here in, uh, you know, in Canada. So it's just, you know. Yeah, turns out it was supposed to be yesterday. Exactly. That still doesn't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's like how how off are these time zones for God and like it just it blows my mind that people constantly believe these doomsday cults when they're just like, oh fuck, we fucked up again. You yeah, know? they um, haven't gone one right. Yeah, maybe next week it's like God, man. So what was the what was that one that everybody was buying into the Mayan one? It was like twenty twelve or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was twenty. 20- 12 yeah. was it 2012 yeah yeah but there's also y2k of course i, I mean that Y2K. was a big one but i mean yeah. i was too young to even prep for that i was just ready to i was playing my pokemans i was ready to take a fireball to the face but um 2012 i was definitely ready you yeah. know had my filtered water oh yeah i had a, a cans of uh did you actually no i didn't actually have that mm, no. no man i mean i'm sure you... you're just like oh it's my earthquake I mean, do you re- do you really want to like live on an Earth where you're just like, oh, we got to stay in, under the Earth for two more years before the radiation subsides? Shit like, sounds awesome. It sounds awful. I'll go back to sleep for a few days. I'll just take a quick quick fireball death. I'll take a quick tidal wave. But um, to expand the community as well as keep the members devoted, Terrio married and impregnated all of the women, <laughs> fathering over twenty children with nine female members of the group. And by the late 1980s. There were nearly forty members of the cult. They should have been the the bunny rabbit gang. Yeah, he was just like I mean, that's another perk of being a cult leader. You could you could have they think you're this guy was not good looking and they think you're the sexiest guy on the planet. You yep. know what I mean? Well what was that one that one show that was on Netflix, um, about the cult? And they're uh, all like in love with this guy and he just like looked like a total creep. Every cult? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it seems like uh that's the thing. I mean the Perks of being a cult leader is you get all the money, yeah. you get all the women in your cult. Or and, all the men, doesn't and matter. the horrible thing about it is if, like, they have to pretend, like, you're a hot piece of ass, and if and if they don't think that, then you just be like, oh, well, you're in my cult, so, I mean, guess what's going to happen if you don't, and it's awful, you know, that, that's, yeah. that's horrible shit right I'll there. i get my magnifying glass. Yeah, exactly. Don't, yep. it was my, dangerous magnifying glass is my middle name, so... At this point, three new things happened. In 1984, which was four years later, the group relocated from Quebec to a new site in Burnt River, Ontario. Two, followers were made to wear identical tunics to represent equality and their devotion to the commune. Let me guess, his wasn't identical, though. Probably not. No. It's probably a sweet fuchsia or something like that. Some gold on it. And they all got, like, yeah, dirty, dirty, dirty brown or something. Yeah. And the third thing that happened was Rock formed a little bit of a drinking problem despite his strong advocacy of clean living. So uh, he's breaking some rules over here, but uh, keeping it on the hush-hush. But I don't know how you do it when you're constantly drunk and everyone's just like, oh. A star is born. Exactly. So now with all these uh, new clothes and new housing, you might be wondering how can they afford all of this? You know, yeah, of cults, cults cost a lot of money. Yeah. Well, the Ant Hill kids actually made a living by selling, by selling none other than baked goods. Uh, I thought you were going to say heroin. No, 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 no. That's too on the radar. Okay. Baked goods is great. You know? Yeah. 
everyone likes baked goods. Especially ants. Almost as aunts. You mean aunts or ants? Both. They yeah, exactly. That they would it would make sense, you know. If your aunt is or if your aunt is an ant, she likes baked goods. Yeah, and I bet they didn't even make all these pies. I bet they just like crawled up to a windowsill and formed like a little train and carried oh, the pie away. You know, that's the, a classic. The old cherry pie off the windowsill. That's a classic move. So, um, yeah, so they're just slinging hotcakes for a living, apparently. Okay. Hey, what do you got to do to make the money, huh? Hell yeah, brother. So they're they're making baked goods, but you have to remember. The members who didn't bring enough money into the cult were punished. Which brings us to the punishment part of this cult story. Is it? Is it at and least a, e- a sexy punishment? It's never a sexy punishment. Ugh, why can't it ever be a sexy punishment? No, no, no. You got to keep them in line. And every cult has a punishment section. So at this point, I'd like to say a little bit of a disclaimer where I am going to tell you about some of these punishments and... Some of them are hard to listen to, and I was like, oh, my God. I, like, I couldn't believe he did half the shit. And it, it was just like, it seems like medieval, like, torture shit. It's starting to sound like sexy punishment. No, it's not. <laughs> I don't know what you're into, but <laughs> shit, man. So members were not allowed to speak to each other when uh, he wasn't present because, okay. you know, that's called a power trip right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nor were they allowed to have sex with each other without his permission. Or without him pr- being present. It would, that would probably be a part of it, too. And I imagine just, like, going up to him, like, hey, Rock, um, I just, I don't know, man. Like, my wife, uh, she's been asking me a lot if, like, we can, uh, no, no. So, so, no, I actually, must... she's my, she's my six o'clock tonight. Sorry. He's Sorry, like, bud. No, I am the magnifying glass. I must get a close look at you two. Loving and closer and making the donuts because <laughs> they're making. I want to watch you. Make, I want to watch make you a bear make, claw. I want to watch you mix the batter, mix it. And so your donuts, they're donut holes. <laughs> so Terrio used his uh, charismatic talents to cover for his increasingly abusive and erratic behavior, and none of the other members questioned his judgment or blamed him for any physical, mental, or emotional damage, and that is how you become a cult leader because if you're not a good cult leader they're going to oust you right away but it's it's yep. how you control their mind not just the you know the physical part of the of the cult yeah um like the restrictions and whatnot so terrio began to inflict punishment on followers that he considered to be strain by spying on them and claiming that god told him what they did and uh, god don't like what you did <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, God told me that you, uh, you've been having sex with your wife, and, uh, I don't like that. I don't like all that gotta, sex with your wife. Uh, I'm gonna have to have, uh, sex with you, Jim, as a punishment. He's like, yeah. um, can you just, like, uh, burn me? No, 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 that's not part of it. Nope, God you told like, me. You can, like, you can take some fingers, an eye, maybe, maybe, but don't just take both eyes. Ooh, actually, let's lead into that. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> as punishment... If a person wished to leave the commune, Terrio would hit them with either a belt or hammer, suspend them from the ceiling, pluck each of their body hairs individually, or even defecate on them. I'll take the belt. Yeah, I'll take the belt, too. <laughs> All the other ones sound pretty bad. I mean, like... Belt for two, please. Suspend me from the ceiling, and he says pluck each of their uh, body hairs individually. If it's the area between my eyebrows, 
go for it, man. You're saving me some time. Yeah, tone it up a little bit. But um, yeah, try maybe to... some some uh, some rogue nose hair, nose hairs or something. Go yeah, for it, yeah, but... you get some rose rose nose hairs. Rose nose hairs. They don't smell like roses, do they? No, they don't. So that's what he would do. Uh, over time, Terrio's punishments became increasingly extreme and violent, and this is bad. He his punishments included making members break their own legs with sledgehammers, sit on lit stoves, shoot each other in the shoulders, and eat dead mice and feces. How if, how dead are we talking? What are you talking about? Eat dead mice and feces? No, I'm just saying like how dead are these mice? I'm I'm guessing pretty dead. He probably he has the hammer in the belt still. I'm I mean guessing. if you're just gonna mash it up real good then might be able to get it down i mean yeah i mean obviously i'd but if it's like a week old would you rather eat feces or mice because i mean technically you're eating feces when you eat a mouse but it's true but like i like so you say mice okay i'm talking about like a handful of mice i don't know i'm just saying which one do you think you're gonna get more sick from i mean say what you will about america but 12 dollars still gets you a hell of a lot of mice (laughs) (laughs) so i guess you're going with the mice um because yeah i think i'd rather go with the mice too because i feel you get less sick from the mice right yeah, it but there's also they're... the inconsistency of the chew because there's some squish and some bone. Oh, yeah, it's easier probably to get the feces down depending if they ate mice before. True. It could be one and the same at this point. Exactly. So um, a, follower would, a follower would sometimes be also asked to cut off another follower's toe with wire cutters to prove loyalty. Which toe would you go for? Which Obviously you... pinky. Why, no, that's no, no, the no, no, smallest. No. Yeah, but they'll throw off all your balance. Yeah, that's big toe. No, well, it's both. The ones okay. on the end, you can't lose. They I'm give saying me the like ring, ring. ring toe. Yeah. yeah, ring toe. But like the pinky toe looks like it already looks like it's about to fall off anyway <laughs> all the time, right? But who are you, LeBron James? You ever smacked your pinky toe on the side of like a um, of like a coffee table? And you're I like, do it's almost, off. It's gone. It's gone. I almost do that every day of my the bar stools in my apartment. Oh, my God. It, it actually scares me. I've hit one so hard one time. I was like, my pinky toe is sideways and barely connected right now. Yeah. It was totally fine. But uh, Have you ever seen LeBron James's pinky toe? Dude, his basketball player's feet are fucked have you ever seen it though yeah it's it looks like it, it's gross it almost looks like it's a um the nails like, like a, fall off and it looks like, like it's that. like a skin tag almost on top of his foot it's so gross it's go, go on, google it i don't want to google, google it. it i'm gonna read this story you at home you yeah, guys listeners can, you guys google, can pause it and just, google it just google lebron james's toes i'm already reading enough horrific shit i don't need to see horrific shit as well right. so the abuse extent. We didn't even talk about it. Breaking your own leg with a sledgehammer. Yeah, no, I wanted to get to that one. I forgot about it. Yeah, how do you go about that one, huh? I I guess you just uh, would you you probably lay down. You gotta lay like, down, like sit down. Maybe you, you can make like a makeshift thing where it's like uh, I mean, you could definitely break your foot with a sledgehammer. Legs a little bit harder. Maybe you just go for like the knee. Oof, no. See, I would probably um, I'd probably get two cinder blocks. Line them up with a gap and hit it with the shin right between the two. You're going for a compound fracture. I mean, what really makes this guy happy, right? Like, I would go for, like, a nice, nice, like... He wants to see that bone. Yeah, I think he wants a big break. That's a big old break. Which is awful. I mean, just breaking breaking anything or cutting off anything of your own is, like, I just wait, can you cut it off? I can't do this. Like, fuck off. You know, so... um, yeah, I wouldn't do it. I mean, if you give me a sledgehammer, I'll tell you one thing. I won't be breaking my own fucking leg. I'd be swinging it around until you guys let me go. Yep. So hopefully they, just, they didn't have a gun shoot me in the shoulder. Fuck yeah. Um, I'd just take a bullet to the shoulder. I think that would be the one that, that I would do. Yeah. Isn't a shoulder 
aside from your ass cheek, isn't a shoulder like the best place to get shot? Yeah, I mean, uh, sure what do you mean beside your ass cheek? Like your uh, ass cheek is the best place to get shot because it's just all like fat and muscle. But like sideways through, like uh, like a ass piercing, like it's gonna go through one cheek towards your butt crack, or like I think sh- anywhere. I think it's I think the for the most part, like the mass of like the muscle and fat. Like I think you don't need your butt besides like just sitting on it, right? It's all yeah. just fat at that point. You know, you're just gonna have a hard time. You just need a donut for the rest of your life sitting there, and that's why they make big goods. Big goods. It all comes around. Comes around. So, the abuse extended to the cult's children as well, who were sexually abused, held over fires, or nailed to trees while other children threw stones at them. One of Terrio's wives left a newborn child outside to die in freezing temperatures to keep it away from the abuse. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. I mean, that's always one of those things that makes me wonder. And it's like, I hate to wonder about it, but like, so if you're a kid and another kid gets pinned up on a tree, like, are you going to try to nail this kid with a rock? Cause no. like when your time comes, oh, that yeah. kid's going to be like, Oh, I'm going to knock your face off. Well, that's the thing. When you're a kid in that situation, that's probably the worst situation because you're completely helpless. Even if you wanted to not do it. Yeah, you you, don't even know if you want to be there. You don't. Yeah, exactly. You don't know how to change the situation. Yeah. You you probably are like easily uh, influenced and you're confused in general. So you think this kid did something bad in the first place. And also, you don't want to be that kid in the tree or on the tree. So it's like. Yeah. Like you're going to make it look like you're cooperating every step of the way and hope that no one has to prove their loyalty against you and cut off your pinky toe or anything like that, you know? So Terrio attempted to backtrack to the original religious mission of the commune, beginning to strongly believe in purifying his followers followers, and ridding them of their sins through abusive uh, purification sessions where the members would be completely nude as he whipped and beat them. Uh, Terrio claimed to be a holy being and started performing unnecessary amateur surgical operations on sick members to demonstrate his healing powers as well. You got to practice somewhere. So he's like, I mean, that's like, what's it called? That's a very common thing in culture. It's like, I'm beating you to pure, like, it's almost like a form of confession. Beating the demons out of you. Exactly. There's there's another um, cult called Om Shinrikyo, which was in, uh, I think, japan oh we got helicopters overhead yep. but um i think they're in uh japan and they would like beat you and it was, it was people wanted to be beaten because they felt like they did something wrong and after the beating they would be like cleansed and pure so yeah i mean it makes sense if you don't know any better like i could see how that could be very confusing if, if that like you know it's like da vinci code too remember the guy that just like whipped himself right sure like uh i mean i, I didn't see the movie but like everybody's he talked about that. i should see that movie I remember I really liked the movie, but again, that was, God, what, it was 15 the Al- years ago? It was the albino guy. I remember he'd, like, whip himself in the back and stuff like that, and it was just, like, a, a form of, a, like, confession or, like, yeah. I'm being punished for my sins, and it makes yeah. me feel better. So it's okay. it's really weird. But it's not weird. The surgical operations, mm, that's just a God complex right there. So these, quote-unquote, surgeries included injecting a 94% ethanol solution into stomachs, or performing circumcisions on the children and adults in the group. Would you get drunk? What, through the ethanol? Yeah. I mean, no, it probably makes you really sick more yeah. than anything. I mean, I don't... 
ethanol. Honestly, ga- I think isn't I'd, ethanol gasoline. Yeah, but I mean, there's still like alcohol in it. Right? How was that? A, how was that surgery? This guy's like this is yeah. surgery. I think I'd rather drink gasoline than have it injected into my gut. And I don't get the whole like this guy has some some deep seated sexual stuff going on because he's just like, oh, I need to circumcise you guys all now too. It's like, yeah, why, why, dude, why? It did it. Maybe it's a power thing, or I don't know. Maybe. It's a very awkward conversation to uh, be looking at another man in the eye and be like, this has to be done, Frank. Yeah. I know you've had it for 35 years, but time to say goodbye. I'm making a hat later. (laughs) 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 I'm making a wedding ring for my wife. A real leathery ring. For one of my nine wives. I don't have any money for diamonds no more, so guess what? I'm using what I have. Or what you You have. have. (laughs) So in 1987, social workers removed 17 of the children from the commune. Thank God. Was that all of them? No. Shit. However, Terrio faced no repercussions for his abusive acts. So he didn't get in trouble at all for it. They just, like, took the kids away. Of course. And in 1989, when follower Solange Boylard complained of an upset stomach, here's where it gets weird. And awful. Terrio laid her naked on a table with no anesthesia, punched her in the stomach, which is, I guess, his form of anesthesia. Yeah. uh, Jammed a plastic tube up her rectum to perform a crude enema with molasses and olive oil, then cut open her abdomen and ripped off part of her intestines with his bare hands. Terrio made another member, Gabrielle Lavelle, stitch her up using needle and thread and had the other women shove a tube down her throat and blow and blow. They blew air down her throat into her stomach. Boiler died the next day from the damage inflicted by the procedures, but claiming to have this is so fucking awful. I don't even like saying this part, but claiming to have the power of resurrection Terrio bore a hole into Boiler's skull with a drill and then had other male members along with himself ejaculate into the cavity. When, Jesus when Christ. When Boiler inevitably did not return to life, her corpse was buried a short distance from the Ant Hill Kids commune. Jesus fucking Christ. I it's mean... like, I don't know what the fuck this guy is thinking. Like, I don't... Like, most... Most of these cult leaders, it, it's all about power. But like, yeah, I don't know. This guy thought he, he was a god, this? but like, he obviously was just like scrambling to find like, like okay, well, what what gives life? Oh, um, yeah, semen gives life. Yeah, exactly. It's like that will like a brain baby. There's there's I don't know. I, I obviously it's pretty. I don't have to go to say it. there's no science that supports that. But it's just like fuck, man, like. You're going to do all that shit to her, and then all of a sudden you're just like, I'm going to bring her back to life by, again, drilling a hole in her head. I'm going to do another thing that's probably going to cause death. Yeah, it's hard to come back from. And then put stuff in that hole. It's like, fuck, man. God. So, I mean, that that was hard to read. Yeah. But um, Gabri, Gabrielle Lavelle, uh, who was the one who blew the air into her stomach uh, by putting the pipe, uh, the tube down her throat um she herself underwent harsh treatment at the ontario commune during the late 1980s suffering welding torch burns to her genitals 
a hypodermic needle breaking off in her back and even eight of her teeth being forcibly removed. I don't know what the fuck she did, but I mean... She probably just got blamed for the girl dying. Honestly, it's like, you didn't blow right. Exactly. Give me your teeth. It wasn't me cutting her gut open and ripping her organs out with my hands. It was your blowing, god damn it. Exactly. It was the tube. Where'd you buy that tube? Home Depot? We're a Lowe's family. So, LaVey, uh, obviously this is horrible and I'm not making light of this, but I am to cope. So, LaVey Le- attempted to escape from the commune after Terrio cut off parts of her breast and smashed her head in with a blunt side of an axe. This is the worst punishment in my opinion. But upon her return, he removed one of her fingers with a wire cutter, then... <laughs> pinned her hand to a wooden table with a hunting knife, then used a chainsaw to amputate her entire arm. Wow. So, like... And something tells me he didn't just do it in one move. He probably, like, worked his way up the arm, cutting parts of it off. Just because he's a psychopath. Yeah, he just seems like the guy's like, oh, this this isn't enough. Oh, well, this isn't Start enough. Start the hand and Well, the this isn't yeah. enough. You know, so, I mean... What, what just blows my mind is, like... How can someone be aware this is going on and be like, oh, I'm going to continue to follow this guy? I don't know. It's like it's only a matter of time before it's you on the on the chopping block. Literally. Yeah. You know, so in 1989, Terrio was arrested for assault after Gabrielle Lavelle had fled the commune again and contacted authorities. So she finally got away this time. Effectively dissolving the Ant Hill kids. So she's the one who brought down the cult after yeah. running away. After her arm was chopped off by a fucking chainsaw. Authorities always suspected foul play uh, of the Ant Hill kids because of their primitive living conditions of its uh, membership. But because the commune was officially registered as a church, officials were legally unable to investigate the adult and could not uh, do much except ensure the welfare of the children, which is something I fucking hate about churches. Like, Scientology is the same way, where there's, like, torture going on there. Yeah. And no one ever wants to, like... You, well, like the the isn't it like the um the wife of the the guy who runs David Miscavige stuff, isn't his wife hasn't his wife been like missing for like years Oh my god who and it's like knows? obvious that she, that he killed her I bet I'm pretty sure that that's a thing and that's the thing where it's like they they were about to go bankrupt but then they basically filed like hundreds of thousands of lawsuits against uh like uh the U S government and they said yeah. we'll drop them all if you just make us a religion. So they made them religious, which made them uh, totally uh, tax-free. Yeah. They were going to go under because they didn't have any money to pay all the tax evasion shit that they were yeah. uh, evading. And that, stuff. and then they get celebrities in there, and then they they get them to do weird shit, and then they hold it as blackmail, and so they can't leave the religion, and then they make them pay for shit. Exactly. And yeah. uh, by the way – oh, that was – sorry. I got a credit karma. Um, breach alert. What the fuck? Okay, I got to deal with that later. <laughs> um, but uh, – like I said, uh, I've actually been to the Church of Scientology, and I got interviewed there for three hours because... Wasn't that a podcast thing you did? Yeah, me and my buddy David, we did it for... Different our, David. Well, yeah, um, David Ledwith. Uh, we, we did it for a podcast where it was called Haven't Done That, where we just did things that we've never done before. And that was uh, the episode where we did something that scared us. So we went to the Church of Scientology. It was fucking nuts. I'll talk about that a different time. Yeah. But, um, yeah, speaking of cults, Jesus... So, Terrio was found guilty 
uh, of assault of the amputation of uh, Lavelle's arm and received a sentence of 12 years imprisonment. While in prison, he had another four kids due to conjugal visits as well. So he was just still having kids. Just raw dogging it. Like, I don't know. You amputate someone's arm, you think that you don't get, like, conjugal visits. Like, I feel like violent offenders shouldn't be able to get that, but Jesus Christ. And in 1993, Terrio pleaded guilty to second-degree murder for the death of Solange Boylard and was sentenced to life imprisonment. So he finally got his life imprisonment from killing the woman who... She he pumped full molasses and olive oil and punched in the stomach and yeah, filled, cut her open and filled with air all and, the above yeah. So just to finish this out. Um, he had actually one more controversy as well when he tried to sell his art and poetry on murderauctions.com, <laughs> but the Canadian Correctional Services banned the transaction, saying prisoners were not allowed to benefit from work in prison. So I mean, other people, other famous serial killers have done that. Uh, John Wayne Gacy is a big one who was selling i mean this is the u.s government though yeah so he was selling his paintings you could actually for i don't know if it's still in circulation but you could buy or you could buy when he was alive um a painting from john wayne gacy of like pogo the clown yeah so i mean that's fucking nuts to me yeah but i mean i would it's, not... al- it's always funny like people that end up being like artists are like the one that always it's not really related, but I always thought it was funny how, like, George W. Bush is, like, you know, a very hobby artist. Yeah. And, but, and some of the stuff's actually pretty good from what I've seen. But, like, there's people out there who are – it uh, It shows you that, like – You art, never know. Art – well, and it goes to show you that, like, art is, like, truly, like, subjective to it. And it's more about the name behind it than it is about the actual art. Yeah. Because people are buying these shit paintings for, like, a lot of money from these serial killers and ex-presidents. But they're yeah. not good. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just the people behind him. Yeah. And on February, just to finish this out, on February 26, 2011, 63-year-old Terrio was found dead near his cell at Dorchester Penitentiary. His death is believed to be the result of an altercation with his cellmate, Matthew Gerard MacDonald, a six-year-old convicted murderer. Six-year-old? Sixty. Oh, God. So it's a fair fight. They're both 63 and 60. You know, like, they're both just old dudes in a cell at this point. And uh, MacDonald pleaded guilty to second-degree murder and was sentenced to life in prison. Oh, I thought you were going to say they just let him out. No, no. I know they should have after <laughs> fucking he did that. So he got uh, he got life in prison, but he was having already been serving a life sentence for a previous murder charge so he was not a good guy either no but i mean wasn't his first rodeo lesser of two evils as they say um mcdonald had stabbed terrio in the neck with a shiv walked to the guard station handed them the weapon and proclaimed this quote and this is a fucking cool quote he said that piece of shit is down on the range Here's the knife. I've sliced him up. Fuck yeah. And I feel like there's no better way to end that uh, end that story than saying that. Hell yeah. That piece of shit died slow, and I wish he cut off his arm before he he bled out, but... And then shoved a bunch of shit up his ass. I'm just glad he didn't die, like, in his cell, like, peacefully in his sleep. Like, yeah, he, fuck that. God, that was, Yeah, fuck yeah. Go go, <laughs> Matt McDonald. Matt McDonald. Yeah, I mean, you murdered somebody, and I usually don't cheer for murderers, but I'll cheer for this one because fucking rock was a dickhead There's rock was a bigger fish rock moses terrio fuck you dude 
So <laughs> the meanest Canadian ever, I think. Yeah. So Jesus Christ. All right. Well, I guess it's my turn to go. Um, I kind of wish you would have given me a uh, just a maybe a, a slight heads up before we started, so then I could have uh, I could have maybe done a little lighter story to even out how fucked up yours was. Well, I didn't know mine was <laughs> fucked up until like I started getting deeper in it. I was like, oh no, this is bad. This is that was real bad. I thought it was just going to be like a cult, and uh, it turned out to be pretty fucking awful. Yeah. So I'm going to do mine. It's a fairly known story, um, but I, it's still one that really, like, trips me out a lot. And it, it always comes back to, like, I always think about it and how weird it was. But it is, um, so it's going to be the death of um, Elisa Lamb. Mm-hmm. That's not uh, right, right? Yeah, Elisa, Elisa Lamb. Lamb. I've actually, I've heard of that story a little bit. Um, yeah. And I've been to... The hotel is in downtown LA. Okay, yeah, I'll get into it. Don't don't spoil too much. Well, I'm not going to spoil anything, but it's next to a place called um, um, Meat Meat Monster. I can't remember off the top of my head. It's called something like that. Yeah, but they have a burger where the buns are tiny pizzas. Oh, and I got one of them, and that's how I knew. I was mm. like, I was like, this hotel looks like similar i know that name and it's like the most american fucking thing i can think of yeah it was really fucking good because both pizzas and hamburgers oh it's called meatzilla meatzilla okay well you know they're both american foods originated originated in america so it's like the most american thing hell yeah and pizza uh, and burgers definitely all from america and weird stories right yeah i mean that's not american but like what's not to love with it right yeah so tell me about elisa lamb all right so on january january 31st, 2013, a 21-year-old student named Lam Ho Yi also went by Elisa Lam. That was her, like, American nickname? Yeah. Okay. Which is pretty common. It's really hard to, like, what was it again? Lam Ho Yi. Lam Ho Yi is hard. And isn't it in in China? Last name first. Yeah, last Mm -hmm. name first. So it would be, like, Ho Yi Lam. Kim Jong-un, Kim Jong-il. Well, that's Korean. Well, I'm just saying, like, those are also last names first. The way I always think about it is Yao Ming um, had Yao on his jersey. Oh, shit. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Okay. Damn, I'm Tobin Alex. Yeah. Tobin's a first name, too. Tobin Bell was Jigsaw from the Saw franchise, so. Yeah, there you go. It goes both ways. So, yeah, so she went missing on uh, January 31st, 2013, but this is not your usual missing persons case. What made this one different was the evidence that the police had and what they released to the public afterwards. And um, before I get into exactly what happened, I want to talk a little bit more about Lam herself. Mm -hmm. So Lam was a daughter of immigrants from Hong Kong. Her parents opened a restaurant, you know, just outside of Vancouver because they they, they, uh, they moved to Canada. Wow. So we both got some Canadian ties in there. Yeah. So she was Canadian and her parents were from Hong Kong. Okay. And she was a student at the University of British Columbia over in BC. Okay. So so when you say that wasn't really like her American nickname where she – I thought she – like it was a recent one. But it seems like her parents gave her a traditional name and probably also an American an Americanized name. Yeah, I think it's – you know, the, there's one that's on her birth certificate and then it's kind of like the one that she grew up with. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, that... I had a friend in college who her name was Crystal and then she told me like – after like a few years of knowing her that like her real name was like something different and it like meth 
Yes, it was meth. It was, but it, it blew, no. my, it like blew my mind because I, you know, I'd never actually like met. questioned it. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know any different. Yeah. Um, so on her trip to the states, Lamb went to like you know the San Diego Zoo. They know that because she posted photos on her social media for like her at the at the San Diego Zoo. It's a good zoo. I've been there. It is a good zoo, but the uh, the gondola thing is terrifying. It's ter- anything in the air is terrifying for me. You oh. go, you're in this little gondola ride, and you're like. 400 feet above a gorilla cage so it's like oh yeah. if i do fall and i survive i'll get torn in half by a gorilla or learn sign language maybe you could hey, talk I'm, yourself I'm, i can i'm good at sign language you just sign your way out of that i could easily get out of there and so uh from the san diego zoo she went to uh los angeles january 23rd or 26th so on the 28th she checked into the cecil hotel that's it a hotel that is located downtown Los Angeles near Skid Row, which if you've ever been to Skid Row, it's terrifying. It's pretty it's pretty um eye opening, I have to say, because yeah. it's uh it's not like the like it's basically the um mecca for all the homeless in Los Angeles. Yeah. They pushed them all over to Skid Row. It's it's riddled like the the streets there's like in, encampments everywhere and people don't really give a shit like there's people on like really hardcore drugs just wandering through the streets yeah and it's it's worse to like honk at them or try to like get there get them to move out of the way just like let them go by and because yeah. it could it could turn sour really quick it's it's yeah. not a it's not a safe neighborhood over yeah there. i've only driven through it like in ubers and stuff and it's mm-hmm. it's just like they're pretty wide sidewalks, and it's like three tents back, lining the entire thing. But and it's like, it's also weird how close it is to like a normal neighborhood, like really nice places. Yeah, it's a very bizarre thing because you'll just turn down a street, and all of a sudden it's just like, yeah, yeah. And, and that's the thing there, where like the, even cops go. I've seen cops go down there, and they they just don't mess with them. And they're just like, uh, I could arrest you and throw you. It's like um, the Tenderloin in San Francisco, where I walked on that too, and it's like. The, the cops don't arrest people on drugs there anymore because it's like, what's the point? You know, yeah, it's too hard to keep up. Keep and you there just... for three days and then let you out and you just do the same thing again. It's yeah. like, just stick, stay to yourself and yeah, you know, it's sad. It's really sad. Yeah. So in my research, which this is one thing I didn't know before and I'm still a little confused by it. But so the hotel um, was kind of a mixture of a classic hotel and like apartments. Okay. So. And so there are hotel rooms, but there's also like apartments that people live in full time. Ex- extended living. Yeah. They do have hotels like that now where half of it will be extended living and half of them, they usually section it off where it's like certain floors are extended living, certain floors are hotels. And yeah. it's it's a way for the hotel to make more money. You yeah. Know? So. But you know, that was a concept that I, I was unaware existed until I was researching this. Pretty interesting. Yeah. And uh, so Lamb ended up staying in one of the apartment style things. So I'm assuming what it was like is that she's there for a few days, but she's trying to like, you know, just do a hotel room. But I think it was like she shared a common room between people and then she had her own room. Okay. And um, it didn't last very long. Um, The other two people in the living space would eventually complain after two days saying that Lamb had, in quotes, certain odd behavior. And she was moved into a room by herself, like a different hotel room. Really? Yeah. Okay. So Lamb was diagnosed with bipolar disorder and depression before her disappearance. Okay, yep. And she was also heavily medicated. 
That's not good. It is also noted that the family said she had no history of any suicidal tendencies, but she had gone missing before. Just like from the house and whatnot. Just... Yeah, it didn't go into detail. It just said that once she did like disappear, they had to go find her somewhere. Oh, man. Yeah, so I mean, that's that's I mean, it's good that she's heavily medicated if you have that that mental illness. But, but uh... it could also be a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, sometimes mixing medications with things can lead to very like dangerous states of mind. It's it's a hard it's a hard decision to make where like let somebody go out and travel on their own when they have such a debilitating disease. But, yeah, like if they, especially if they have a past of of not you know sticking with their medication or yeah or wandering off, you know. Yeah. Um. So in um, in like the mid mid two thousand ten. Yeah, mid two thousand ten. Lamb started a blog where she would post pictures of models and then talk about her life, particularly her struggles with mental illness and stuff like that. So, models, yeah, like uh, like fashion models, yeah, really, which That's is weird. an interesting kind of comp like combination to do. And um, but yeah, so maybe she had like a real um, like a real fascination or like a love for fashion or apparel was she was she uh particularly not not very good looking i mean was she the photo i saw she seemed she seemed like a pretty girl she's okay so maybe that i don't know maybe it was some kind of artistic uh yeah artistic choice to to pair you know like mental illness is not always pretty so i'm going to draw you in with a fashion model so you maybe are interested in reading about this or something you know yeah it's interesting you know yeah i don't know how uh somebody with bipolar disorder you know thinks like that so yeah and so january 2012 she had said in a post that she had a relapse forcing her to drop several classes and leaving her in quotes so utterly direction directionless and lost oh so she was in college at the time yeah okay and um so yeah so she had a relapse of some sort that Mm. made things very difficult for her um Lamb would contact her parents every day while she was on her trip. And on the 31st, she was scheduled to leave L.A. to go to Santa Cruz. But they did not hear from her, so the family contacted LAPD and eventually fly out to L.A. to help for the search. Oh, man. The LAPD um, searched the hotel as far as they legally could with search dogs. Um, So it's like, I think it's... Can't start kicking in every single person's door, but you can get the dog starts scratching at the door you could be like hey can we search your apartment well not just that but they i think they could knock and if someone answered and say can we search your room kind of thing yeah you need a search warrant but if they say yeah go for it then they could search the room exactly yeah it's hard to get a search warrant for every single apartment in there yeah or hotel room because i don't think they can just bust in the hotel rooms either no um but yeah so they searched as many rooms as they could um i think they probably searched like you know the kitchens the laundry rooms like you know, all the rooms that aren't common, common rooms. Yeah. Know? Like workplace kind of things that aren't just living spaces. Exactly. Um, you know, including like the, uh, the roof and the garage. Mm-hmm. Um, so now this is where things start to get very bizarre and strange and makes me uncomfortable from mm. the videos. Um, I'm not going to lie. I don't know too much about the backstory of her, but I have seen, the video you're about to talk about yeah and it's really it's like weird yeah it's very weird um so earlier i mentioned the police had some evidence and that would be the hotel's security footage and um 
and it would have been the last time that people had seen lamb alive and it was in an elevator so it was a the the video is in so you can you can picture a elevator the camera is in the top left corner facing the door aiming down mm-hmm. and since a lot of this has to do with the video I'm, i kind of just typed up a, a brief description of like what's going on in the video and we will we'll post this um as well on our instagram if you want to go there and yeah. check it out so lamb is shown entering the elevator almost in a playful way and she kind of like crouches down with her hands on her knees like almost as if she's like playing with like a little kid or something or a dog mm-hmm. and she steps back quickly snaps up in a straight upright position and kind of stands there for a moment and then she steps forward almost in the same position she was before and then lunges to the door and when she lunges to the door about her shoulders are exiting the door and she quickly looks left then right then left and then backly quickly backs back into the uh the elevator turning her body facing the left and then backing up into the right side of the elevator, like flat against the wall, mm-hmm. as if she's hiding. And then she quickly kind of steps to her right. So now she's she's hidden next to um, the control panel, mm. you know, where all the buttons are. Yeah, hiding, like, against the door. Yeah. Like, yeah, really in the corner as if she was hiding from someone. And then she slowly goes back to the door to peek, and then she jumps out as if she's trying to scare someone. You know, she, like, jumps up and kind of, like, mm-hmm. raises her hands and, like... Yeah. And then she shuffles to her left, then shuffles backwards, and then shuffles forward, almost as if it's, like, a line dance. hmm And then she walks out of the elevator a little bit to the left, basically out of sight. You can kind of see, like, her dress and, like, her sleeve and stuff. And then uh, she goes right back into the elevator and starts, like, kind of fiddling with the control panel, like, pushing buttons and stuff. And then she turns to the right, and then she starts to walk out of the elevator, seeming like pretty normal. Mm-hmm. Like this is a lot. Of, the whole time, her body language is like very, very like sporadic and strange. And this is like the one part where she actually kind of looks normal, like she's kind of like starts to walk out the elevator. Yeah. And then this is the part that gives me like the chills. Like this is where she gets like the weirdest. Yeah. Is she's standing kind of sideways, facing the right, and she extends her arms. Her wrists are bent downward with her palms facing the ground, and her fingers extend out in a strange spread out kind of fashion. Like walking like a Frankenstein? Not necessarily. Palms so her, facing the ground, hands out. But her her um, bicep yeah. is like at her sides. Okay, so it's kind of So it's of almost like, as if she's playing a, a piano kind of. Yeah, like a piano, like uh, elbows at your, at your side. At her sides. And okay. And fingers spread out. Yeah, spread out and bent in a really just strange way. Oh, that's weird. And it almost looks like inhuman the way she starts moving. And she it's almost like she's like kind of swimming or like swatting at things and it's very like crazy and sprack and it God. like I have goosebumps right now just like kind of thinking about it. Like it's just like a very strange moment. I guess I gotta rewatch this video because I've only seen parts where oh. like I saw her like go out and like do the right, left, right, and then like Oh, so you haven't seen the part when her she doesn't think oh I don't think so. That is the weirdest part to me. And she starts I'm watch moving that around. Yeah, she starts moving around really weird. And uh 
And then she exits the view of the camera once again. And then the door opens and then, or no, sorry, the door closes mm-hmm. and maybe like a minute goes by and then it opens and then it closes and then it opens and then closes again quickly. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the end. Why? Yeah. Why did it keep opening and closing? So that means that she was outside trying to get Hitting in the button and then something was happening for her not to get inside. And then she was still trying to get in, and she couldn't get inside. And she kept trying to get, you know, back and forth. Yeah, because when you hit the button on the on the right on the floor you're on, and it'll just it'll keep just calling it. And if no one's calling it, it'll just open and close, open and close, open and close. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. That's terrifying. Yeah. So that means either something was out there preventing her from getting into the elevator, or who knows? Oh, shit. But she was there within reach of the button, but unable to get into the mm-hmm. into the elevator. So after Lamb's disappearance, the hotel guests started to complain about the low water pressure, and some also noted that the water was black and had an unusual taste. Oh. On February nineteenth, I'm sick. On February nineteenth, Lamb's body was found in one of the four uh, one thousand gallon tanks. That's why I'm fucking sick. Oh, providing water to the guests. A kitchen and a coffee shop. That's the worst. Yes. It's, uh, god damn it. Yeah. Ugh. There's, uh, I mean, right, because I, well, I knew they found her body in one of the water tanks. Well, you also have to consider that. It's on the roof, right? Yeah. And the dogs before couldn't sense it. They couldn't smell it. No, they couldn't smell it at the time. They went onto the roof and they couldn't smell it. Does yeah. water do that to scent? You know, I think at at one point, being that there were four thousand gallon tanks, mm-hmm. that had to have been it, it had to have affected it since it was so much yeah. water. Yeah. Um, I think the worst part to me about all that is she went missing January thirty first, mm-hmm. and this is February nineteenth. Oh my god! How long have people been drinking that water? Yeah. Oh my god! I didn't even want to think about that body look like. Oh my god! Oh my fucking god! What do you do after you like you find out that that happened? Like, if I feel like the best thing to do, which is like really unethical, would be like not tell those people and be like, "Oh, it was, we had bad pipes." Like, yeah. I mean, is there if the people are healthy and they're not like like seriously ill is there a point to telling them that this horrible thing happened i mean at at one point the girl's been missing forever and it's kind of like they either don't tell them and people are like oh they never found that girl or they lie and say oh we found her somewhere else yeah i bet yeah god i I think the people who are like getting the black water were probably like like if they heard about the missing girl that might have been something that ran through their mind yeah had to be right yeah so one of the mysteries of this case is that when they found the body, obviously due to bloating and stuff, they weren't able to get the body out of the tank. Why? It was too big. Oh, oh, because like it was a small, there was a small hole to crawl into, correct? Yes. But a lot of people also say, um, a lot of people also question that um, the, the hole was too small for her to get in, in the first place. So how the hell did the body get in there? That was, that was what I That's heard one too. of the mysteries is yeah. like people don't believe that she would have physically been able to get into the tank regardless of the bloating, mm-hmm. which is just like really creepy. Like then how the hell 
because they had to cut the tank open to get her out. It's so weird. And so it was confirmed later that Lamb had drowned. Like that was the cause of death was drowning. Wow. And uh, with the bipolar disorder being a significant factor of like how she could have ended up there. Yeah. Um, the cor- The coroner's report said that um, the body was found naked with her clothes in the water along with a watch and her key card. Uh, one of the things, I don't want to say like, it would make sense that she would take off her clothes because it only weighs you down more. Yeah. Um, and to talk about the bipolar disorder, like you, you have to, like a lot of people like to romanticize this and go, Oh, like, Oh, there was a, not saying murders romanticized, but it kind of is to a certain extent. Like people go, she was murdered. Yeah. It was creepy. It was something to kill. Like it, it definitely could have, like, it's such a mystery. We don't know, but you have to acknowledge the fact that she was, very mentally ill and by herself and she could have ended up in there by accident and then came to while like when she hit the water realized she couldn't get out yeah i mean fuck totally but 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 that's the mystery behind it like yeah and it's also worth noting that her body was found coated with a sand like particulate that's weird yeah i don't really get what that like like what does that mean like she had like a sand like like substance on her body, but like, where did that come from? What does that mean? Like, it's just strange that they note that, but they don't actually like give a like a reasoning or like a like what that is. You it's know? weird to think that even after she was bloated for fifteen days, fourteen days, I don't know, nineteen, nineteen days, like they could still be like, oh, she was coated in this like particulate. I mean. It it could be signs of like her being dragged. Yeah, that's that's the weird thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's so many unanswered questions, and the it all could have been figured out if there's just more cameras. In I mean, that's why. Yeah, because the only cameras were in the uh, the elevator. Yeah, I mean, nothing in the halls or on the roof. That's why there's like a, a good and bad to like having so many security cameras and stuff in these buildings now. It's like yeah. invasion of privacy, but it's also like. You know, we could find out what happened to you if you go missing, you know? Yeah. So there is there is a good to it. Yeah. Um, and there's also that case. I've, I want to say her name was Janika Jenkins. I don't know that one. It's it's a very similar one where they, they found a girl in a hotel freezer. Oh, fuck. And they have, video, they have video of her, like, running for her life. Oh, I heard about that. But there's you never see another person. Like, she's just, like scared shitless running around they have footage of that but you never see another person and she died of like uh, hypothermia wow so she died in the freezer like yeah was and it locked i think it was one of those ones that locks behind you oh, man that's awful but there's also there was also tons of rumors that she had um, mental illness not that but she had um like wounds on her body and stuff oh so maybe that's one we can talk about later yeah because um, sure. that's also a really interesting story um so it's also worth noting that the the Cecil Hotel has been connected to like a shit ton of creepy stuff. Um, do you know about this? No. So Emily Short, the victim of the Black Dahlia murder, had oh, lived there. Yeah. The uh, Pigeon Lady of Pershing Square. Pershing, was, yeah. Pershing Square. She was uh, raped and murdered there. Oh fuck. And it was once home to serial killers Jack Unterweger. 
Mm. I'm not familiar with him. I don't know him. And it was also rumored that Richard, the Night Stalker Ramirez, lived there. Oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it would make sense in the sense that it's right next to Skid Row. It might. It's an, It's actually, I mean, from the outside, it looks like a nice hotel. And it's not. In it's a not. Te- is it not? Um, when I, when I researched it, it said it was like, it's a pretty like low budget hotel. Oh shit. Yeah. It's a very, it's like the cheapest hotel you can find downtown. No way. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Am I the only one who wants to kind of spend the night there? We could. Oh God. If I didn't get bed bugs. Get a one bed room. No. But yeah. Get some hazmat suits to sleep in. I mean, you get some meatzillas and meatzillas next door. Meatzillas, yeah. But we need some measles in our underwear on the bed. It did, like when I sat out in front, it just didn't seem like in that bad of an area. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know if I've ever been actually out in front of it. I'm sure I've been. I'm sure I've you gone probably by walked it right by it. Stuff, and yeah. No. So I mean, um, it's definitely worth um, a, a walk to downtown to, to check it out in downtown LA. I mean. If you ever find yourself downtown, they got some cool stuff down there, like uh, last bookstore on the uh, last bookstore on the left. What the fuck? I'm thinking of that podcast. Um, uh, la- the last bookstore. You ever heard about that? No. Oh, last bookstore is down there. It's a big bookstore. It's pretty cool. And then they cool. also got like the Meadzilla thing. And yeah, I don't. Aside from when I'm like shooting a commercial downtown, I I never. I never go downtown. It's a hassle to go down there. Parking's yeah. expensive. You just got an Uber, but they got some cool like bars down there too. What's that? Oh, Clifton's. Clifton's. I love Clifton's. Haven't been there in cool. a while. Clifton's is a big like three story bar that has like a hidden tiki room. It has like a bunch of like big. It has band. a redwood in the middle of it. It has a redwood tree in the middle. It has big band uh, music and it has uh, like like old school band guys and like candy stripe looking things. Yeah. And then they also have like a bunch of taxidermied animals, so it also looks kind of like a museum. It's a really cool bar, except for don't order. A, uh, a double a double cocktail would you get why i got like a double vodka soda there once and it was like 38 bucks what the fuck are and you it was kidding like, me and i like i like the guy made it and like hands to me and i took a sip and he's like yeah it's 38 bucks i was like fuck that's vegas prices i mean the thing was 90 percent vodka so i guess got I guess you somewhat got your, money's worth but you pay for the taste too like what the fuck yeah but Wow. Um, so, I mean, enjoy those things in there. Maybe don't go to the inside the Cecil, but definitely check it out. Get yeah, some I want to go look pizza. at it. And, uh, yeah, we'll probably take a trip down there soon to check it out. Because I'm I, down. Um, but thank you guys for listening. I think that yeah. concludes our episode for the day, uh, the oh, night. Yeah. And uh, Give them all the mumbo jumbo. Yep. Check out campstrange.com. We got a bunch of hyperlinks there to our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, we're most active on Instagram, so check that out. We post all the pictures on there. We try to post it on Twitter and Facebook as well. But um, if you have any questions or comments, DM us or just send us an email of uh, through campstrange.com, uh, the contact link. And you could also send us your scary or strange stories. Um, some of you guys have been sending those in, and we're going to be releasing a Tales from the Camp episode 2 very soon. Um, so, Or depending on when this came out, we might have already released it. Yeah, we might release it for this one. Yeah. I've got, I've got a few things to edit. I'm like 90% done with that one, yeah. and then I don't think it'll take long to edit this one, so who knows what order they'll, exactly. they'll drop in, so, so but, um, you'll yeah. figure it out. We, uh, we we really appreciate you guys listening. Uh, please rate, review, subscribe um, on Apple Podcast, even Spotify and Stitcher. I think we're on Google Play as well, so check out all those. As, what, what are you laughing at? 
I forgot Google Play was a thing, honestly. Yeah, we don't. I don't have. Google. You have to have a subscription. I'm not going to do that. I have, I I buy Spotify. Yeah. So, um, check out all that, and we, we, you guys, we really do appreciate. We're at like 49 reviews right now. Oh, we're so close to the 50. We're so close to the 50, and you know what? After the 50, we want to get to 100 because uh, that Why not? Will just like uh, solidify us as uh, not. Uh, I don't know. Just a little bit more. Get on your mom's account. Get on your grandma's account. Get on your baby, little baby sister's account. Leave us some reviews. Yeah, and it'll just solidify us a little bit more as like a legitimate podcast, and we uh, we we appreciate it. We I guess that's kind of a, a punk ass move to be like make more accounts and review. So don't do that. Just I don't know. Pass our name on to friends and have them listen. That's and even better. Yeah, we want yeah. we want people who enjoy this. You know, we we don't want to just uh, release stuff that, that we have a bunch of fake followers. We don't do fake followers. We do real followers. Yeah, I'd rather have twenty five followers than one guy that does twenty five fake accounts. Yeah, and we really appreciate you guys <laughs> listening to it because you're the reason we keep doing this. Uh, at some at times it seems like a lot of work and we we get a little bit tired, but because uh, we have actual jobs outside of this and. Yeah. we have lives so not much of one not really. but uh yeah we yeah so we really like uh, doing this stuff and uh we really like that you guys want to listen to it so keep on listening uh keep on staying tuned we have a lot more weird stories to come and uh i'll sign off with a don't forget to stay strange <laughs>